Dear Ann Landers, my husband Dear and I Abby, are in shock. I'm extremely upset. My son got married in Dear Ann Landers, I'm very happy to hear that his wife is working out of a woman here at She thinks way too much of herself. She had to get married. Dear Pod. Yeah. By the way, I saw the Tina Turner musical last night. Oh. I won the lottery because <gasps> that's the only way I see a show. Uh-huh. My tickets were the front row, so my neck hurts. Ooh. And it is like that Adrian is on. I don't know how she does it. I have seen What's Love Got to Do With It maybe a thousand times. Oh, I love it. I will always watch it when it's on TV. And so Marcus was saying, he's like, so is this... Based on her life? And I'm like, mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And we are talking about what's love got to do with it. And I'm like, I don't understand how you don't, I don't know how you don't know this movie. And he's like, well, who was in it? And I'm like, who is, like the whole time I'm like trying not to judge him. Like, who's in it? <laughs> and Angela Bassett? And he's like, Who's Angela oh. Bassett? And you're like, I want a divorce. <laughs> uh-uh. I'm like, it's one of the, he's like, well, was she nominated for an Academy Award? I'm like, was she nominated for Academy Award? <laughs> it's just you It's repeating. one of like the biggest scandals of all time. <laughs> Poor the fact boy. that she didn't win. And he's like, oh. What I love is that you were so appalled, you just kept repeating his question back to him. Right. What, did she get nominated for? Did she get nominated for an Academy Award? Do you want to get pizza? Do I want to get pizza? <laughs> so, then, so at one point in the movie, if you remember, they get in a fight and um, the and, sideburn, it, right? The sideburn. And then she kicks him in the face, and she runs through traffic in her white pants, and then goes into the into the um, motel motel. And lobby, says, my name yeah. is Tina Turner. I've had a fight with my husband at thirty nine cents and a mobile card, and I gladly repay you. So it has changed in the show. Not like I've seen the movie. So it has changed in the show where she they fight inside somewhere, and she's in like a nighty or a teddy or whatever, oh. and she's running through traffic, and she gets to this. She gets to like the front of the stage, and she collapses, and she um, is talking to a manager. Although the manager is basically the audience, uh-huh. and there is a woman behind me. No, we're now keep in mind we're in the first. Bro. Mm-hmm. So the woman behind me, she's like, oh, she only has 39 cents. <laughs> she, she can give him his pinky ring. She'll give him the pinky ring. Because she's narrating what she saw in What's Love Got to Do With It. And of course, I know what she's narrating because I know What's Love Got to Do With It. And I'm just like, oh Down my to the God. 39 cents. That's amazing. <laughs> 39 to 37 cents. And this woman is just like going and going. And now keep in mind, it is like... Like uh, dead silent in the theater because there's oh. no music and she's just saying, you know, she just had and she's covered in blood in her face. So I was thinking that you were torn about it because on the one hand, you're irked as a theater goer that somebody is narrating. But on the other mm-hmm. hand, you have to appreciate that she specifically knew the details mm-hmm. from what's love got to do with it. So I was like, I hate you, but I want to marry you. Right. Yeah. It That's was. how I thought you would react to it because you have to appreciate somebody who has the same zeal for what well, love got to do with it as you do. I kind of felt like this weird I'm, kinship. I, how am I sort of tapped in this woman's brain now? <laughs> it's like it's uh, uh, not was it not spaceballs but inner space 
where I'm I'm Martin Short trapped inside and Dennis Quaid. She's Queen. Dennis Quaid. <laughs> it's the other thing around. She's I'm your like, Dennis Wait Queen. a minute. To the point where you turn to Marcus and you're like, Do you hear that? And he's like, What are you're you talking what? about? Nobody's speaking. <laughs> Why, there hasn't been a second row here since 1938. <laughs> Patrick, you imagined it. <laughs> Frankly, the white why I'll the teddy. Have a diet Pepsi. A what? <laughs> uh, a Pepsi free. A Pepsi free. If you want a Pepsi, you're gonna have to pay for it. <laughs> Oh, oh, oh memories. That was a nice leap. Mm-hmm. Why did they change her into a nighty and not the famous white pantsuit? Don't know. Maybe that, I don't know. By the way, I will be wearing a white pantsuit playing God. An oh. act of God at the Colton oh, Opera House, February oh. 13th to March 1st. <laughs> hey, did Tiny you like how I pant- dropped that shit in there? I like a white pantsuit. Of course, I probably won't wear one because I'm not Mr. Rourke from Fantasy Island. Or you don't sell cigars. <laughs> or you're I not don't. Thomas Edison, which is where we went the other day after I had a major meltdown in the morning and I said, I have to get out of the house. I need to see something I have never seen before. I Because I, I went to go work out and then I had a, a meltdown in the driveway and and I just couldn't do it anymore. I couldn't. In that moment, I was like, get off the fucking hamster wheel. I have to stop everything and I have to change something right now in this moment this day so I wanted to go to a museum out of nowhere and my Jules was like hey we live right near the Edison Museum now Thomas Edison created everything in the history of anything including a panini maker and he did it all in West Orange New Jersey (laughs) it's true so his like workshop is right near our house so Basically, we did it because he also has a house in a really bougie neighborhood. And if you get entrance to the museum, then you get entrance to the bougie neighborhood so that you can see his bougie house. Oh. It Whoopi Goldberg lives right nearby there. Oh. I know. So I just wanted to see the bougie neighborhood. Gated Little gated community. Jumping Jack Flash. Yeah. Man. And I was like, I want to see what, what Comic Relief bought up there. I'm fascinated by what happens in a gated community, yeah. always. So we went there specifically just to gain entry to the gated community because that's what you get with your ticket. But we go in there, we get two tickets, and they're kind of not cheap considering, you know. And so she's given us the rundown of, oh, we're doing a phonograph demonstration at 1230, and then we're also showing you his very, uh, the, the panini press that Thomas Edison used himself when deciding he wanted to make a grilled cheese on Mondays and Wednesdays. We're doing that at 1235. And she's giving us the rundown of like the most boring things that I want nothing <laughs> like, to do is with. There, is there a coffee maker here so I can fucking wake up? <laughs> Did he invent a gun so I can shoot <laughs> myself? How about some Adderall? Is there any Adderall in his cabinet? <laughs> he only invented that in the last two years of his life. And we don't, we give that out in the gift shop. You have to buy it along with a complimentary T-shirt that says Tommy Eds. And, and, of course, you know, the obligatory you can go and see this video, sit and watch a video. Yeah. And and I said to her, I was like, well, okay, so what about right here? What about this house? How do we get access to this house? And she was like, oh, that's closed for renovations. So we had already bought the ticket, and now we can't get into the Thomas Edison house <laughs> until the spring. So I was like, well, as long as we're here and I'm having a meltdown, let's go learn about Thomas Alva Edison. <laughs> we spent the morning How long were around. you there? I don't know because I blacked out at a certain point. I would Because I would a ranger, so. a park ranger, started talking to me and he wouldn't stop. And he was talking about Thomas Edison 
only sleeping two hours a night and then being a big fan of a mid-afternoon nap. And he would nap on whatever surface was nearby, like tables, desks, not a bed. So all of a sudden at two o'clock, if he's like, and this appeals to me because around two o'clock every day, I'm like, I, I think I have low grade narcolepsy, but I love that this dude in the middle of, he gets up, he punches a time card, 8 a.m. He's like, I think I'm going to invent electricity by 2 p.m. He's like, oh, this is tiring and literally just lays down wherever he is. And there's pictures of him like laying on a desk in the middle of the afternoon and he would take a 20 minute power nap and somebody who works for him would come in and wake him up. But all the videos of him were him wearing like a white linen suit and he was mostly deaf. So every video of him is somebody coming up and talking like an inch away from his face so he could hear what they needed. So crying for 12 hours yesterday in a deep existential sadness like you do. It was one of those days where I was like, I could walk into the woods right now and I'll be fine with that. And I'll see you guys in a couple months. What is in the woods that you could... I don't know. Is there a house there? But when you want to like disassociate from society and I feel like everybody's so angry all the time. Mm -hmm. We are all so angry all the time. And it was one of these days where my deflector shields were down and like all of the people's rage was just coming in and I couldn't bounce it off myself. You're like when Superman uh, got rid of his powers. Yeah. Oh, that was, that's a tough scene. That was scene. upsetting. That's a tough scene. And, then and you were like, stuck with Margot Kidder. I mean. <laughs> in Niagara Falls. I mean, I'm just saying. In a heart-shaped bed. All these things are frightening to me. Yeah, and, so, and people with wearing a woman. silver lame coming yeah. after you. Yeah. Um, so I had had an, I, like a girl date to meet my friend Steph, and she was like, meet me to get our nails done. And I'm not really like a girly girl person, and but I felt like, okay, I, I got to do this. And I never, I never get a pedicure. I'm not, you know how I feel about feet in general. But this was just a day where I was like, oh, I've never felt the need for self-care on a level like this before. So I meet up with her. But it was one of these days where the tears are just there and you can't mm-hmm. control what's happening in your face. And I sit there and I sit next to Steph and she's like, how are you? She could tell that like something was up in my face and I was like, I'm fucking... and the woman working on my nails was like oh no and so like she's trying to like pet my arm and i was like i'm fine that's not your butt you're not your job you can just do my nails you're not my it's fine i'll be you were basically a nev campbell movie where it's just like (laughs) no i was more madeline Kahn. there was more hysteria behind it than just like a controlled cry and so (laughs) Now I'm at Kim's nails, and now it's a scene because people are. I can't stop what's happening to my body, and is people it around me. Oh, it's completely okay. packed. Kim's yeah. is always very busy. Oh, I bet. So it was almost <laughs> like they all coordinated, and they were like, "Bring out the big guns. Bring out Eddie." And this guy Eddie, I've never seen a guy work in there before, and Eddie is apparently like a masseuse, and. So after I'm done with my nails, Steph was still getting things done, and she and they were like, "Go over, get a pedicure." Eddie, if there is a God on Earth, if there is an angel that was delivered from heaven at that exact moment, his name is Eddie, and he works at Kim's. And this man, who I don't let people touch my feet unless you've been married to me for ten years, but this guy gave me like. 
a scrubby, scrubby foot massage that I never even asked for, but it was almost like he knew what I needed. Mm-hmm. So Eddie starts going in, and he's got the hands of like a Russian gymnast, just somebody that's going to beat the shit out of you with these hands. And he starts doing his thing, and I don't even realize what's happening, but I am automatically a mess. Like my face is a mess. I'm all blotchy and ruddy, and I'm trying to talk to Steph now across the room. Because the pedicure chairs are not near the manicure chairs. And I'm having like a full conversation with Steffi. I'm like, I just really don't know. And I don't know why I'm sad. I just kind of want to cry for 12 hours. And Eddie is the quiet but supportive type. But the creepiest part is that he kept trying to make eye contact with me. (laughs) And I was like, don't look at me, Eddie. I'm not. I know you're going to look into my soul, and then I know you're going to fix all my problems, but please don't look at me, Eddie, please. And he, like, had a hot stone, and he's massaging my feet, and you could tell that he was just wanting to make that connection. And I was like, if he looks me in the eye, I am literally, they're going to have to bring me out of here in a little plastic bag with, like, a goldfish already in it. Just a puddle of Erin. Oh. At the, like, just the... uh, I was so sad. Like a goldfish with one one more day to live. Exactly. And and you know. You're like the second that this thing goes like a in a tank. Yeah, exactly. Or a betta fish. I'm yeah. gonna be put in with a betta fish and eaten alive. Yeah. It was everything. And poor Eddie. Mm. Poor Eddie knew what I needed, but I didn't need eye contact. <laughs> I never need uncomfortable eye contact with a stranger who's like rubbing my feet. Oh, it was so upsetting. Well, and yet here we are. He gave are. you what you needed. He did. He gave me what I needed. Your feet. A hot stone that at one point burned like the, with the heat of a thousand suns, but I wasn't going to say anything to Eddie because then I didn't want to upset him. And now I'm responsible for Eddie's happiness. He's like, oh. we also have a pizza oven here in the back. Hold on. That's where I have the stones. <laughs> here, I'm going to put your face in it. <laughs> oh, God. Even just talking about it now, like it hurts so good. Oh, that's fucking terrible. I cannot wait. God, now I want pizza <laughs> on my back. Real bad. Cheese melting down your ass. Speaking oh. of melting down your ass. Hey. Welcome. Welcome. To Dear Pod, the The Comedy Comedy Advice Advice Podcast. I'm your host, Doug Llewellyn. Oh, and I'm Brigitte Nielsen. Oh, and we're coming to you from the Maha'a Toasty Hot Stone Bar in the beautiful Edgy Pineapple Ranch. Can I hear it? Oh boy, I'm rich, I'm wealthy, I'm independent, I'm socially secure, I'm rich, I'm rich. Yeah, that's what happens in my head every day. That's me on payday. That's when I look at myself in the mirror and I tell myself that I'm going to be rich. Mm -hmm. It's just screaming into nothingness. (laughs) Well, today's show is... Oh, wait, before we do that, we have to... But I'm so so sorry. Because I I have my list of to-dos. You have to tell them to rate. Please, ladies and gentlemen, rate, review... And subscribe. Oh my God, I know what he's talking about. It's so right. He's Your so right. Podcast, Am I right? Dear Pod. Yes. And please check us out online on our website, dearpodofficial.com. Dear and if you have questions, concerns, complaints, what have you for a write in portion of this podcast, please send. Your questions at dearpodofficial at gmail.com. Or find us on our socials at Dear Pod Official because we take Instagram questions we now. We do. 
And we've gotten a handful of them, so I'm excited to read some of them. Some of them are very entertaining. Some people just don't understand what the question part is. I think some people are bots, and the bots deliver us fantastic results. So we have a couple bot questions that we need to answer. I'm very excited about today's podcast. And the topic today is money. And that's because this was like the whole discussion yesterday. I'm like, I wonder why I'm constantly on edge is because every game I played had to have an outcome where you didn't die or get electrocuted. Well, and the one that you could possibly benefit from, which is Monopoly, which would teach you how to spend your money (laughs) wisely. Um, no one wanted to play because it would go on and on and on. And you're like, I don't want to deal with finances. No, and it went on for forever. They might as well just call it accounting. And I sucked at it every time. Every time. I never. I always ran out of money. I, I never bought the right property. Same here. It was like a, a preamble of what was to come. I always was like, I'm aiming for Baltic Avenue. Yeah, it's like, I'll shop at Zara, but I really want to shop at Bergdorf's. <laughs> and then you're like, how do I not have any money? Because I didn't buy the right property. And now I don't have any money. And I didn't build enough homes on it. I didn't have enough money to build a a hotel. Mm -hmm. And, you know, once my brother owned all of the utilities, I'm a slave to him. Right. I had to kick my money up to him. I think they should invent better games to deal with money. Ooh, that's not a bad idea. I mean... What about life? Was that a money game? No, life sucks. Tell me about it. I mean, <laughs> that was a little bit too you real. It's it, like, sister. Wife gets murdered in a car accident. Like, God, what is this, five and up? <laughs> this seems really intense. You have an abortion. abortion $300. <laughs> Go directly to prison and then to church. Complications at with... At birth? Wait a minute, what? what? I thought I was just... I was just at a pizza party. Like... <laughs> Two callers back. I just bought a new car. I don't. And now my husband cheated on me. I don't understand how this game is played. Life sucks. There's a dead body in my pool. What the fuck? Oh, now I have to go somewhere else to buy the skimmer to get it out. And oh, both kids have lice. What? I have kids and they have lice. Gross. Get it out. Can you imagine, like, the New York game of life? Yeah, where's like, the off-track betting? When did they put that one in? $4,000 in a studio apartment? What? Oh, this is not this realistic. Is, that's, that's but this insane. is not a realistic game. Right. I mean, you know, Bed who's going to pay for that? Bed bugs at the AMC movie theater? <laughs> Where'd the AMC come from? Bread is $75? What? Happy ending? What? That's still this an option? Rough. Chinatown? <laughs> I would love to bring back the game of life and make it realistic to today's goals. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, inflation is a bitch. So there you go. It brings us back to money. Do you see? It all comes back to money. It does. Money. It really How can I get some? How do I get it? How do I keep it from dribbling out of my hands? And the answer is I don't. So let's hear what the ladies have to say about it. Do you want to kick us off? Um, yes, and I can't, I, I, I guess I can't talk about what Uh-oh. I sent you earlier, so I'm going to bring it back later. <gasps> what did you send me? I can't talk about it now, because Jim will castrate oh, me Oh, get and over shit him. Ear. This is all very usable, creative-branded content. <laughs> all right, well, let's just, let's just, let's, let, let's yeah. just, I, I, dive in. 
This is from the Asheville Citizen Times, Asheville, North Carolina, June 5th, 1964. I believe it was a Friday. Hackysack capital of the world. Oh, interesting. Mm. Good to know. I think that's where they make most furniture, too. Makes sense. Dear Abby, dear Abby, please try to help me. I am worried sick about my husband. We've been married 11 years and have three children. He, was ne- he has never graduated from high school, but he is smart. He's nice looking, too. Abby, we don't have a cent in the bank. We just barely keep up with the bills. He says he has life insurance and some other policies, but I've never seen them. Oh. He claims they're locked up in his boss's safe. I would like to have a look at them. Also, he has never filed any income tax, income tax, state or federal. That is what worries me the most. I love him very much and know that he can't go on forever without getting caught. Well, then what? The children and I need him. Can you tell me what to do? Signed, Worried Sick. Is this Teresa Judice? <laughs> <laughs> Just checking. I met him. <laughs> now read that with break. a New York accent in New Jersey. <laughs> I don't understand. Dear Abby, I don't understand. I did this television show. I flipped the table. I tried to make food with ingredients, and now I'm a New York Times best-selling offer. Ugh. My foot through the screen. What was her answer? My mm. hairline starts right above my eyebrows. <laughs> I, I, I had to, I just comb from my eyebrows right backwards. That is a really, that is a two head. Really, her hairline starts at her teeth. It's like her wig is melting into her nose. <laughs> so here's what Abigail Van Buren responds with Dear Worried, keep in mind, he doesn't pay any income tax. At all. Yeah. And he's basically lying to us. And he buys everything with cash. Right. Okay. (laughs) Dear Worried, call your dreamer and tell him that if he turns himself in, he will be given the opportunity to pay what he owes on time, plus penalties, and the authorities will be much more lenient with him than if they were forced to charge him with a crime. And let him know that if he doesn't act within one week, you will act for him. And let him Girl. know you, he will be deported to Italy because he forgot to get his green card. He will not be paid on the Bravo show. No more. Abby is just like, here's what you got to do. Here, here, girl. <laughs> you got to create a whole separate entrance to your room. It's very uh, not without my daughter. Yeah. Here's what you're going to do. You're going to put this on your head. You're going to go over here. You're going to talk to Tony. Uh-huh. Tony will give you a car. He's Tony- going to bring you underground. You need to pay him 100 rubles. And they need to be divided evenly into four different envelopes. You're going to go into Miss Stevens' house. She will give you a new wig, a tattoo, a vajazzle. Then you'll go across the street. <laughs> I love the idea of escaping. And then in order to get across the border, you have to get vajazzled. You're like, I didn't know. I don't know why this is part I of it. Do- it's a Christmas tree, but in September. I don't understand. Shh, okay. shh. Don't, don't talk. Don't talk. They can don't hear talk. you. They can hear you. But ooh. Why is this a lightning bolt? Don't talk. Don't speak. Get into the van. Is that a glue gun? Shh. Just shut your mouth. Because it's kind of burning. Do you want to die? Please don't make eye contact with me. <laughs> Do you want to die? Ooh. She's telling him, telling her to narc. Do it. Yeah. He will bring you down if we've learned one thing from the Judices. If we've learned anything from Goodfellas. It's that you will do time and not the husband. If we've learned anything from Goodfellas, it's that Ray Liotta has no upper lip. Yeah, and he's always he always looks like he is 
on like his third bag of cocaine. Oh yeah, he's very. It's very. He's very method. I think if I saw Ray Liotta in a bathroom, I would immediately turn around. <laughs> I'd follow the story. To be honest, I'd be like, I don't want to have my head in the toilet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what, what's Lorraine? What's her name? Why can't Brocco? I think? Lorraine Bracco in that movie. How did she get through that movie? You know, like Without Andy Circus, who played Gollum, had a specific thing that he had to drink to keep his throat from like leaping out of its body because it was so physically and vocally demanding. She had to like drink two bottles of whiskey before a scene and scream her way through that whole movie. It's an amazing. She's amazing. I, I love. I love the female characters in any of those movies, just because they're so spot on. Uh huh. And I've met them. And over somewhere the top. In my life. Well, look, and and one of my besties, she's in the Scorsese movie playing Irene Sheeran. I love her. I know we all love her. She's going to the SAG Awards uh, this weekend. Me By the too. time this comes out, we will have already known what happened. You're going to the SAG Awards. Yeah, I'm nominated in my again. pants. Yeah. I'm taking my pants off and I've gone to the SAG Awards. <laughs> <laughs> Once I remove my bra, everybody goes to the SAG Awards. <laughs> I'm going with Joel Gray and the genie bottle. I'm shrinking myself down. Don't shake the bottle. Joel gets upset. <laughs> you know, I put a little seatbelt in there for him, but he just doesn't want to use it. Thanks, Liza. Oh my God, we need to go back to that Liza video in a minute. But uh, why don't you kick us up another attack? I know, and this should be interesting because this topic, this comes from the Paducah Sun, Paducah, Kentucky. I always lean towards a Paducah Sun. You do. June Paducah 6th. Sun. I always love Paducah. Paducah Sun will give you your hot lava oh, mask. Just now. don't look me in the eye. June 6th, 1963. And speaking of suns, the title is Penny Pinching Sun Irks Mother. Dear Ann Landers, my son, who is 29 years old, makes his home with me. He is attractive, well-built, What? Well, has an excellent professional rating, makes about $18,000 a year, and he has the first dime he ever earned. If I didn't throw out his old shoes and suits, he'd wear them till they fell apart. He will not take a girl out because it costs money. He has invited a few girls to the house for dinner, but that's as far as it goes. For Christmas, Mother's Day, and my birthday, he gives me a check because, according to him, you can't beat money. You can't. I don't know how he got so dollar crazy. His father was never like that, and heaven knows I am not. He has few friends because he doesn't want to go any place that costs money. I am heartsick that he is missing out on so much that is worthwhile and interesting. He won't even take a trip, although I know he has $43,000 in the bank. What can I do? Signed, his mother. Ooh, 43000 exact. She's like, $43,573.12, but who's counting? I'm just guessing. I don't know. I mean, that's just, I'm, I'm, I'm estimating up. <laughs> it's not like I went through all of his drawers. Dear mother, he needs professional help, but of course he won't get it because it would cost something. Ask him which relatives or charities he wants to leave his money to. Your question may jar him into realizing that if he doesn't enjoy his hard-earned loot, someone else will. I don't know any mother that would complain about their kid being hyper frugal. No, it's obviously quite the opposite. He's from most sensible. People. Yes. <clears throat> Wouldn't it be great if one day he just went out and blew it all on hookers and blow? Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, you wanted me to spend it. So I did. And he's, I, there's yeah, going to be I a moment that he snaps. Yeah. Everybody snaps. As was evidenced in me yesterday. Everybody has a moment. 
when they mm-hmm. need a hot lava stone. Maybe he's saving up so that up. he can disappear under the Earth's surface and get away from her at some point. Yeah, well, it's kind of like um, like in any one of those... Oh, uh, uh, Sleeping with the Enemy, where she just like... Exactly. Saves and saves and saves, puts it like in the... Shoebox. Shoebox somewhere, like mm-hmm. bo- just out of reach. That movie... Exactly. And then she'll disappear into the night with a really bad cropped wig. The sky, yeah. that's going to happen. Yeah. On a Greyhound bus to nowhere. It's always on a bus. Always. But what's the matter with like a kid saving all the money? I wish that I had, you know, that kind of horse sense. $46,000. 43000 It doesn't matter at that mm. point. I wish Didn't I had it? that. That's yeah. a good savings. That is. And for 1963, that guy could buy like a six-bedroom home. I think in Kentucky. Oh yeah, yeah. That's the only mother in America who's complaining about her kids saving money. How dare he! How very dare he! All right, all right. This is from the News Press, Fort Myers, Florida, July 30th, 1966. Dear Abby, why does a psychoanalyst charge so much? The, the cheapest one I have been able to find costs $25 an hour. I certainly can't afford that. Am I supposed to postpone my nervous breakdown until I can pay for it? I can't understand why doctors de- dedicate themselves to curing the sick mind and then set their rates so high that few people can afford them. Signed, new Needs Treatment. Dear Needs. A psychoanalyst must have four years of college four years of medical school, one year of an internship, and three years of residency in the psychiatric hospital. Then he himself must must submit to psychoanalysis, which requires four one-hour sessions a week at $25 an hour for three or four years. In addition, he takes four years of lectures and seminars, which costs him about $4,800, plus another 200 hours of supervision from a training analyst at $25 an hour. By the time he is ready to hang out his shingle, he has spent... Almost $50,000 on his education and is 35 years old. Does that answer your question? Oh, Jesus, boom. Bitch. Well, but first of all, his, come on. I know. Well. E- equal opportunity here. In 1966. Uh, or Anne. What, who was it? Abby? Yeah. Abigail. Who was this chick? <clears throat> Abigail. Abigail. Wait, they, is that true that people who go into like psychoanalysis have to themselves go through psychoanalysis? That would make sense. Four days a week? Four days a week you have to go to your own therapy and talk through your shit? Is that to make sure that you're not crazy? Maybe. Like a litmus test? We're going to put you through a battery of your own psychoanalysis? I would get bored really quickly. I know. I'd be like, do I have to open up more cans about my childhood? That Like, I just leave it alone. Didn't we cover that? Oh, God. I do love the fact that she is very thorough. She like took, she pops him at her own. She's like, let me let Let's me deep do some dive. deep dive studying. Yeah. Yes, which good focus. She's like, check, 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 check. Got it, check. got it, got it. Jeeves, another espresso, please. I'm gonna be up all night with these numbers. <laughs> I love the fact that she's like, so I can't have a nervous breakdown till I can afford it. This woman's <laughs> already white knuckling it. <laughs> which twenty five dollars an hour? Wouldn't you kill for that? I would love a twenty five dollar. Therapy I do kind of go, who do you think you are when I hear what some therapist costs? Somebody went to to somebody who was like 300 bucks an hour. I'm like, we are all in the wrong business. If we are not therapists or 
Well, three hundred dollars. Or dog an hour groomers. In defense of that. Oh, do you do it? You do three hundred dollars an hour. Is it covered by insurance at all? No. Oh God! Now it got awkward. Now we're talking money. Ew! You see, money makes people's vaginas clam up. That's why people should never Unintended. talk about. Um, most people most people shouldn't talk about how much their house costs, how much the rent is. Although everyone likes to ask New Yorkers how much the rent is, which is kind of insulting. Yes. Um, because then they want to lay judgment on you right. so that you can feel like shit so, about yeah, what you it, decided I got to it, live. I got it. I got it. You have a house. It's and I got expensive. It, you have a car. And you gotta, yeah. It's such a weird private thing. It's literally like asking somebody to show you. It's like, just whip out your dick. Yeah, show me your dick. (laughs) I'm going to need to see you. I know it's negative 10 degrees outside. Show me your penis. How much do you make every year? Drop them. Yeah. It's one or the other. Show me your dick or tell me how much you make. I would rather show somebody my dick. (laughs) You don't want to know what happens in stand-up world. Let's just say we're working on like a Dave and Buster's income where it's like, oh, you get two drink tickets every time you do five minutes of work. And then you you can cash them in for I'll take a, a bag of the Skittles and that. A tongue stamp. And, and the Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> Thanks. I guess I can pay my mortgage with um, this. With skee-ball tickets. <laughs> yeah. yeah. With a collection of Peanuts gang pencils. Well, um, uh, the, the necklaces that you can eat. Which always seem like a good idea, but then you chew on them, and then the necklace drops back down on your neck, and then it sticks to your neck. Yeah, and then and you're, you're just tacky. Yeah. yeah, you're, you're dis- literally tacky. You're literally tacky, and you're sticky tacky. Yeah, yeah. How about that? Yeah, money. I hate it. I hate talking about it. It is very well. Then don't talk. Well, about I'm it. gonna let somebody else talk about it because somebody from the Post Star in Glens Falls, New York, Glen Falls. on October 17th, 1980, a Friday, uh, had a question to ask of Dear Ann Landers. And the title of this is, Money is Yours to Give. Dear Ann Landers, your words of praise to the grandmother who decided to leave her money to her servants made my blood boil. Inherited money is a trust to be passed on to the next generation. It is not hers to give away. Bitter feelings and undue influence lawsuits could result from your terrible advice. Servants, gardeners, and nurses are hired and paid for the services they perform. It is a Southern tradition to remember such people modestly in one's will. Older people who never see their children and grandchildren almost always bring about the unpleasantness themselves. They are usually domineering, demanding, and overbearing, and they hold their money as a club over the heads of relatives who have less than you do. It is no easy task for an adult child to get along with an autocratic rich relative. I know! Just sign me Lone Star Stater! Dear Lone, when did you get the idea that money left to a woman by her husband is a trust to be passed on to the next generation? Could it be that when she married the fellow he didn't have a dime and she helped him make it? Or, if she stayed home and raised the family, is it, it is still hers if her husband left it to her? Had he wanted to leave anything to the children, he certainly could have done so. That's what a will is for. And where did you get the cockeyed notion that leaving money to a faithful servant is a southern tradition... People in the North, West, and East do it too. True, some parents and grandparents are domineering and demanding. But then some children are selfish and inconsiderate. I say if the relationship is a poor one, for whatever reason, there is no moral obligation to leave anyone alone to dough. If any of you readers out there want a list of a few worthy charities, write to me and send me a name and address. I'll see to it that your hard-earned money is put to very good use. And... Do you think she's speaking from her own experience? I'm just saying. Off the cuff. 
And for the record, this guy in his question never said that it was a woman who was give, had money from a, like she made up a whole scenario in her answer that didn't exist in the question. She had a conversation with her sister probably through this guy. Yeah. Look, I'm just saying that if your sister decides that she wants to get into the business of answering advice column questions, I'm just... Wait, I was asking you about my father's money. No, let me tell you about borrowing my wigs. When you give them back to me, you better have had them washed and reset. Every time I try on my underwear, I realize it's crusty. And where did it come from? Ma'am, I just asked you where the restroom was. Like I was saying. She had some shit to work out in this one. There was nothing. There was nothing about a woman getting money from a husband. There was never any detail like I that. Lo- in I that love question. the fact that this guy is like, ah, oh, the newspapers here. I can't wait to read my answer. My answer. Well, oh, 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 no oh, shit. A mother. And- but that's not what. Okay. He reads it as if he as if he uh, she's in front of him, lecturing him to his face. Just uh, oh, oh, uh, but, but okay, if fine. you yeah. All right. yeah. I think I'll just throw okay. this in the fireplace. You know, what? I'm just gonna. This is Tinder. I'm not gonna. I'm just. I'm gonna read sports. <laughs> Let's go watch TV. She doesn't know what the fuck. I've she's never read the about. sports section, by the way. I tried never once. I tried once. Never once. I told you when I was a kid, I read the Wall Street Journal. I tried to read the Wall Street Journal, and I looked at the Dow Jones numbers, and I was like, "Hmm." See, even as a child, I didn't mm. understand money. Yeah, it and I still don't. I've never learned it. Money and sports. And you know whose fault that is? Jim's. My mother! Oh! So let's see what's <laughs> happening this week on our very new segment. <gasps> hey! Give me some music. Give me some, give me some inspired wait a minute music. Give me something Weight Watchers y. You're fat! Now you're thin! <laughs> now you're thin because you haven't eaten anything. Yeah. You're on Dexitrim. <laughs> you're fat! Now you're kind of thin. <laughs> That's kind of cool, and you're going to kill It's time Jim. for Wait a Minute. Wait a minute. New hey, segment. what's in the fridge? Also known as the Moth Report, where we call my mother after she has come Good to Weight Watchers. Good morning. Good morning. Hello. Who put a oh, nickel in you? <laughs> it's Debbie Reynolds, everybody. Somebody had a good way in. <laughs> Hi, how are you? We've defrosted time? Debbie Reynolds for this very special episode of Dear Pond. Wow. Oh. She's come oh, out yeah. swinging, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. You bet. Or singing. You bet. <laughs> <laughs> singing and swinging. Yes, so, uh, yes. I take it you've had a good weigh-in? Uh, well, let's say uh, Caroline had a great one. I lost two-tenths of one pound. <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> but it's going in the right direction. What Maybe you saw that baking. Oh. It could <laughs> at be. least I didn't go up, right? I went down. By so two... that's how I have to look at it. Tenths of a pound. Yes. That yes. is so fractionally specific. Yes, yes. Were you aiming uh, for that? To the point where if you put your car keys down, you're you're on the plus, you know. <laughs> you have to that's what happened to me last week. I was holding this huge set of car keys when I got on the scale and they said, Oh, were you holding those? So I had to get back on the scale and and, and I went down. <laughs> she has the key ring of a janitor too. Why so yes, it's I really do. Heavy. how many locks do you have in your house? I don't know where she's planning. She's holding on to keys from other people's homes and homes that she once owned. Like she's yeah, yes. wherever she moved oh, out of boy. twelve years ago, there's still like and a key these to the are right only the street ones house. I'm carrying. Yeah. Just, just to let these... you know, I have one key. Oh. Like like Janet Jackson in every video, just dangling from her ear. <laughs> I have one key. You should carry more so that you can feel better about your weight. 
I don't. Yes. I don't, I don't like to be tied it, down. Mine, mine will weigh you down. I have uh, to say, oh. it pokes holes in my coat pocket, so I have to, I have to downsize. Why don't you pare so, back a little? Yeah. I will. I will. I know she does jangle. It's, it's like, um, you know. Jacob Marley entering a room every time. I know, I know. Yes. So we're sitting here having Caroline's having coffee. Oh, and good. I'm having an coffee. orange. Oh, <laughs> no Greek yogurt this week. Are you going to oh, walk please. the mall today? We already did. Oh. Uh, and so how long and does done. this mall walk go for? Oh, it doesn't take long. Maybe 20 minutes, uh, half hour. That's long. And then That's good. Um, I don't know what's the matter with my phone. It's beeping at me. What does that mean? It's am about I to explode. Getting a, <laughs> am I getting a phone call or you, We're sending you a bomb. You might keep it, ignore it. We'll check oh, Okay. <laughs> yes, yes. is there to help you out. How much? She is. How she is she is. doing? Is she doing okay? Well, I'm going to let her tell you. Oh. She had a good week. Okay. Hold on. Here comes Callie. Good morning. <laughs> what an How entrance morning. you just got. I did. I did. That's kind of scary. Hey, yeah. I mean, it the... wasn't. It was good, but it wasn't that good. <laughs> oh, the weigh-in, you mean? Yeah. Okay. Uh, but right. you're still it... in the in the um, red or black? Yes. yes. Uh, well, whatever. whatever. I went down. Let's put it this That's way. That's great. You're emotionally down. Yes, I'm 3.2 pounds lighter than I Ooh. was last time I talked with you. Okay. And are you feeling better? Because last time you wanted to beat someone in the face. <laughs> exactly. exactly. With that bad banana. Yeah. And you had to be glad you weren't with me. Yeah. No, I'm in a good place now. Well, we're just, we're actually planning a cruise. <gasps> Speaking of the topic this week, by the way, is money. And we were talking oh, about people go. who get the estates given to them people who are inheriting money. And I want my mother to know that every time she goes on a shitty cruise, she is spending the Maguire well, family is. estate. She's she's spending the you know your inheritance. Why not? I know. And also she's eating like there's no tomorrow. On a cruise. That's what people do on a <laughs> well, cruise. That's yes, that true. That's what you do on a cruise because we were talking a little bit about uh, that kind of thing today. And I I said to Ellen, I said, I think our rooms are under the buffet. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Did you do that on purpose? <laughs> no, no. I, we haven't even booked it yet. I got a call from my mother two, two days ago, and she said, Billy and I want to go on a cruise. Oh, Christ. Wow. Do you have <laughs> a deadline all. where this has to happen? Well, we're looking at the end of March. Okay. Just because, just to get the heck out of here with this, you know, crappy winter weather. It is a very weather. depressing month, March. Do you have to tell oh, the? the uh, do you have to tell the people at Weight Watchers that you're going on this, um, this food, <laughs> no, no, this food we, ship? Yeah, no, we don't. We don't talk at the Weight Watchers. The good ship, Lollipop. <laughs> oh, we, you don't talk. <laughs> mm -hmm. Well, how are they That's supposed right. to? How are they supposed to guide oh. you? How do job? they guide we you? Don't, no, I talk to the woman at the scale, mm -hmm. but when we sit down in the big group. Which, by the way, there was a man sitting in the front beside his wife, and all he kept doing was rubbing her back, and we were ready to vomit. Ew. But anyway, it was just We don't so deal well with touch and not. affection. Yeah. Not, a, and maybe had, no. I wish she had a hot stone. Back. Maybe she was throwing up. Yeah. I mean, honestly. Maybe God, he was undoing it, her bra. I don't know. He was just, like, rubbing her back the entire time. It wasn't just like, a, oh, you know. Blech. Here you are. It was like constant. <laughs> My mother just puked in her coin cup, you yeah. guys. She did. She, she did. She just puked in her so. orange. <laughs> in her orange pill. Uh, well, um, I'm glad to hear that you guys are down. I'm glad to hear that you're you're planning to spend all of my inheritance money on we a are. trip We're to Key spend West. It. 
Yep, and we're going to spend it good. Uh, I thank you guys so much for giving us the, the rundown. I'm very yeah, proud of yeah, you for I your 3.2. You know, well, I honestly then said to your mother, this might keep us honest because who the heck wants to call, you know, talk to you next week and say, oh, up four. This is why we're here. <laughs> nobody nobody wants to make that call. Nobody. And nobody. nobody listening right now, all 32 of our listeners, they don't want to see you guys <laughs> fail. All and three you know of what? them want to hear your success story. <laughs> exactly. But what are numbers, you know? Well, congratulations, and we will be checking in with you next week. All right. We'll talk then. All right. Bye. Bye. Two tenths of a pound. And she's down. Oh, they didn't. Are you still there? Oh, Oh, my God. Oh, God. Oh. You didn't hang up. She's still there. Don't shit talk her. Hang up. Hang up. (laughs) Do you know? She never hangs up her own phone. And I was on the phone with her the other day. And I said, okay, bye. And then just out of curiosity, I let it ride. So I didn't hang up. She never hung up her own phone. And I listened to a 10-minute conversation that she had with my father about putting out the recycling. They talked about it for 10 straight minutes, and I was like, I could keep listening to see if this gets interesting, but it never did. No. So eventually I gave up. Are you still there? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, listeners, are you still there? No, they've all left. They're gone. They have left the building a long time ago. Well, then um, maybe the way to bring them back is with connecting them to other listeners through Instagram mail, listener mail, listeners at Instagram, sometimes a mail. Hey, we got an email question this week, which was vintage and fantastic. An electronic piece of mail. This mail is so electronic, and it moves at the speed of sound. So we got some questions from you guys on the Instawebs, and uh, we've got some rapid lightning fire answers to your edgy questions that I was receiving at Dear Pod Official. So follow us on Instagram at Dear Pod Official. Ask us questions because every goddamn day I am putting that little poll up on our Insta story. So check out the Insta story. Click that little roundy thing that's got the purple circling around your face and ask us a question because we want to hear what you what you're concerned about. What are your concerns? Worries? Sex? Would- relationships? Money? Do you have any questions about money? I'm sure a lot of people do. I have a shit ton of questions about money. Yeah. Mainly, where can I get it and how can I keep it in my hands? Dear Pod, where is the next bank robbery? I would like to be a part of it. I feel like Ann Landers was the kind that was like, I just keep all of my, I don't believe in banks. I put it in my mattress. I put it in my wig. I strap it to jewels. I'm wearing it in my vagina. <laughs> I made it into tampons, and I am traveling over the border right now. I had both my lungs removed, and now my lungs are actually cash. I would love it if I could put money in my lungs. What a great opportunity for storage that no New Yorker has ever looked at. I mean, we're always looking for a place to hide all of our things. I don't need oxygen, but I need space, you know? I do know. You have luggage, you have books, records, things. Oh, take out your hauls. And let's get to some listen mail, Instagram mail. Uh, I would actually like to start us off with one that was a question uh, from somebody, and I have an answer to it, and it is, will you tour with the podcast? You would be great in a live setting. Keep the landers alive. 
I don't so, know who this person was. I don't know, but they clearly don't want to. So they're they're murdering Abby. The funny thing is, we have defrosted Ann Landers specifically for our tour. It's called the Stink Tour 2020. Wow. It's going to be very interesting. The smells will be interesting. Uh, yes, we have two dates that are getting nailed down right now. I would love to, t- but the fact is they want to see us live and in person. And yes, you want to come see Patty O'Brien to see if indeed he does look like Penn Badgley, which he does. If you're watching you on Netflix, which, which you actually should. you're watching you in a way. Wow. Yeah. I it's don't the like who's the on first he, of today. That he has hair that's crawling up past his crew neck so that is not something that you would do i don't have that and i don't allow it and wax it you know what i do agree with you on the hair now that you bring that up i'll never not see that again that's the only thing i focus on just his chest hair you don't look at the fact you it's like looking in a mirror for you you are pen badgley it actually makes me uncomfortable because he has like a lot of sex scenes and so i feel like i'm watching you get down and dirty with a female well we can make that happen Oh, he don't make eye contact with me, Eddie. I can don't make that do happen. it. Stop it. It's do meaningful. Like don't say the ML word combination or I will run. There will be an errand shaped hole in the wall of the pineapple <laughs> ranch and I will start my retirement early and I will run into the woods screaming. Let's make love with these hot stones. <laughs> I'm going to put one stone inside your vagina. How about two? <laughs> that scream. Three. Three. Four. What? It's like a never ending. It's it smells like someone's burning salami in here. Why is it when I threw the stone in there I heard tuck, 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 like <laughs> somebody skipping, skipping stones. stones? Yes. <laughs> Just, the hollow nothingness of dropping something down a well. It's like someone clapping and then just reverberating through. It's nice. Sound Good of a sound hot effect. stone vaginal massage right there. Yeah. Good sound effect. Do you so, like <laughs> hot stones? Do you like vaginas? Perfect. We've got a hot stone v- v- vagina. Welcome to Kim's room. Nails, where we offer you a hot stone massage to your uterus. <laughs> Don't like your fallopian tubes? Want to melt them? See Eddie. Do you got a Prince Albert? Would you like to have some sounding in your dick hole? <laughs> we can do that too. We have a hot stone dick hole massage. I went into a store once that was offering a sounding kit, and I didn't know what it was at the time, and I was Uh like, oh, what are these, metal straws? How are metal straws not sounding devices? Are we really just repurposing them now? We are. Yeah. What, what, you're saving the the environment, and you can sound yourself. Just the idea of sounding makes me want to chew my back molars. (laughs) It's so For those of those listeners that don't know what sounding is. Google it, because I can't describe it. If I describe it, I'll start screaming for 12 straight it's days. It's like when you Google fisting. It's it's dangerous. You probably don't want to eat It's also afterwards. dangerous to Google it, because I feel like it's going to bring you to the dark web. Maybe it does. You do that once, and the ads that you get will change forever. I'm already there. It's just... <laughs> the amount of sounding ads that just bucket. scroll through on my Instagram feed. You're like, fine, I'll take that kit, too. Yeah, it's okay. It's Christmas will be here a before you extender. know it. All right. What does that mean? Is that really an option? Why are we five <laughs> years old? I don't know. I, I was answering know. a question. I don't know what it was. Oh, it will was you tour with the show. podcast? You would be great in a live setting. Keep the Landers alive. When we are, are you trying. killing off Dear Abby and going? Oh, by just yourself. Landers. It's all about Landers. I Look, get it. You're, She's you know, the funny one. Everybody needs a hero and a villain. Oh. She's the villain. Okay. 
I love a villain. Uh, so we're going to be at the Fulton Opera House. We are actually hammering out the details this week, so I will be having more details about exact times, dates, everything. And uh, we have been confirmed for the Women in Comedy Festival. So when that date gets closer, it will be between May 7th and 10th, and you can be seeing us live. We're, we're trying to get some liquor sponsorship, which is very exciting. What city and state of Women in Comedy Festival is Boston, Massachusetts, May 7th through the 10th. That's right. Go north. It'll be nice. Nice, toasty, warm right about then, May, spring. Put out your good florals and come see us live. So more details to follow as they come in. But we are coming to you, and we're coming to you. And we're coming fast. And we're coming quickly, and we're leaving a mess behind. Probably no So, yeah. So spread us around, get the word out there like you're at Studio 54, and then use a cream to get rid of us. Good luck. Yeah. Be careful about what you ask for, because once we get inside... It's we hang around out. like a hot stone. Yeah. Just rattling around your uterus. You're going to be shitting us out for days. Tink, 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 tink. So that's my answer to that listener mail question. Now, would you like to do so tee us off with the listener mail question? Listener mail question. Dear Pod. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. I'm getting my answer out over here. My very, she's very nervous. Go ahead. I'm very, very nervous, nervous about what's about to happen. Dear Pod, we recently moved to a planned community with lots of HOA rules. Almost immediately, a neighbor is letting their dog defecate on our lawn, which is against the rules. They pick it up, but the urine is killing the grass, and it drives our dog insane. He barks and scratches at the window because he thinks it's his territory. It only happens during the day when we are out, so we can't figure out who it is. We've contacted the HOA, but they can't do anything until they know which unit the dog belongs to. What do you recommend? Sign, Brown in Downingtown. Mm-hmm. And this came through our email, which is dearpodofficial at gmail.com. So you can continue to email us your listener mail questions. Yes, you can. That is that is an open conduit. What does uh, Abby have to say? Dear Brown, first let me say that I love, no, I adore our four-legged friends. And many times it isn't their fault that they misbehave. It is their lazy owners who are mo- more focused on the right filter for their selfies than they are about keeping their dog out of harm's way. I wish the roles were reversed and the dogs were walking the humans because I would, for certain, erect an electric fence a la Jurassic Park to curb the self-obsessed pet owners and zap the living daylights and iPhones right out of them. My suggestion is that you get a nanny cam set up, or rather yet, one of those doorbell cameras, and see if you can spy with your good eye who is the pee perpetrator. Hmm. Might I also suggest that you go the Looney Tunes route and contact Acme and see about installing a falling anvil system or giant boxing glove affixed with a super-duper long spring so it can knock out the deadbeat on the sidewalk with one simple punch. That way, you avoid hitting the pooch and land one great shiner on the unsuspecting reality show wannabe. I was so impressed with your ability to say erect an electric fence. That is like a warm-up for erect a theater camp. electric fence. Erect Electric. The tip of the tongue, the teeth, the lips. I'm sounding my dick right here, right now. I'm sounding my dick right here, right now. Topeka Bodega, Topeka Bodega. I'm flossing my asshole. I'm flossing my asshole. (laughs) The tip of the dick, the tip of the tongue. The tip of the dick, the tip of the tongue. I'm just putting it, I'm just putting the tip. I'm just putting the tip. It's just the tip. It's just the tip. Relax. Don't tell your relax. mom. You Don't won't get pregnant. Don't promise you. Mom. Promise me. Don't promise me. You won't tell your mom. Won't tell your mom. You get said it's a van. good size. You said get it's a good van. size. You said it's a good size. <laughs> Why are you crying? Why are you crying? <laughs> <laughs>
It's okay, Uncle Steve. It's okay, Uncle Steve. It's okay, Uncle Steve. <laughs> Don't mind if I bleed. Don't mind if I bleed. Don't mind if I bleed. Don't look me in the eye. Just, Don't look me in the eye. Don't just look me in the, the eye. Sheets. Just bleach the sheets. Just bleach the sheets. <laughs> Hot stone massage. Hot stone massage. <laughs> we could go on like this forever because Please Christ stop. knows we do. I, at least for two minutes. <laughs> Oh, I forgot to answer. Oh, I'm sorry. I got very excited. All right, here is my answer. Here is Anne's answer to Brown in Downing Town. Dear Brown, one well-placed nanny cam and a planter can get to the bottom of your mystery dumper. But if you want more revenge, and who doesn't, I say motion sensor sprinkler systems. Give your neighborhood tinkler a golden shower of his own. This should flush out the culprit and send him running down the Hershey Highway in no time. Take the video to the HOA committee before posting on BuzzFeed for people's mid-afternoon procrastination viewing pleasure. This should dump some cold water on Grr Kelly and teach him to stop running a human lemonade stand on your lawn. Godspeed and wipe front to back. Bam! Come on, Grr Kelly. Come on. Can very, I get something for that? Very good. But I didn't, I didn't expect you to do what you just did with which, that response, which I absolutely love. What? What did I do? In the process of finding um, pieces of information for this podcast. Oh. Which I do. Uh huh. <laughs> which I do. There I is, did you just have you a were talking about. Yes, I did. You were talking about toilet paper, which I can imagine there are a lot of questions about toilet paper. Toilet paper. Uh huh. Uh-huh. And in fact, while procuring. Information. information there was i found a, a question to dear abby about toilet paper what was it about one ply single ply toilet paper will I'm ruin gonna your read marriage it very quickly because it, okay. it's, it's pertinent and it, you have it, to okay strike while the hot stone is still <laughs> while the hot stone is placed on your lower back before it slides into your crack <laughs> dear abby this concerns a lady who was diagnosed as having herpes then later learned then later learned that she did not have herpes. She was just allergic to the colored scented toilet paper she had been using for years. I'm a 53, I'm a 53-year-old male. 12 years ago, my wife brought home a brand new toilet paper that smelled that smelled pretty. Soon I began experiencing experiencing great irritation in the rectal area. At the same time, our young daughter also developed an inflammation in her genital area. What? Luckily, we put the two and two together and threw out all the pretty smelling toilet paper, and we've had no problems since. I suspect there are hundreds, maybe thousands of readers who will benefit from the warning of your column. Thank you. Allergic but aware. Dear Allergic, thanks for some valuable input. <laughs> First of all, you cannot talk about your genitals, then your daughter's, daughter's genitals, and then use the phrase, we put two and two together. <laughs> I put my genitals next to her genitals for about a week and a half. And I don't know how she caught it. I don't know what went wrong. Pretty but once I got out of jail, I threw out all the toilet paper. <laughs> I also had my asshole sewn up because it was torn to bits. Once I was in jail. Naturally. Wow. What a specific. There was herpes. There was. T- what year was that? That's a good year. 83. Yep, yep, that's a good year. That seems about right. a very right. good year. I feel like my grandmother had that weird scented toilet paper. I've never like heard of such a thing. Like extreme perfume and a colored toilet paper. Because never everybody wants to wipe their ass with black toilet paper. Or pink toilet paper. Who wants to wipe their ass with black toilet paper? You really want to just hide all of it. 
but black toilet paper does exist. I saw it on an episode of the Kardashians. Then they got upset because they were like, there's black bits that are just flaking off into my vajitsa. That's disgusting. I know. I, I, I just think that... They like black. I, under, I understand that, but I would imagine <laughs> that the dye would come off on their skin. Yeah. Well, it did. Okay. The best of intentions, the worst of ideas. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Wow. That was interesting. Thanks for sharing. Yeah, you're welcome. You're so good like that. You're so good at finding information. Also, what I like is when we get a random um, Instagram message in a foreign language. Oh, yes. This was extra fun. Do you want to try to read it? Sure. Click, 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 click. That was me reading it. Okay. And here was my response. Spasibo! It looked like it was Russian. And if Putin is writing to us, wouldn't that be great if he was like, I want advice on what to do to take over your country. I love your podcast. I listen to podcasts while I am on toilet, wiping bum with black toilet paper that we get in communist Russia. I tried to translate it, but I could not. Oh, no. It was just, it was characters. It was like Mm. wingdings, too. I don't know about that. Everybody's favorite font, wingdings. wingdings. Yay. Wingdings sound delicious right now. Uh, we did get the question of when will Erin be creating and starring in a one-woman show as Liza? I appreciate your listeners. I really appreciate the listeners loving Liza so, so very much. But I got to say, I've already done a one-woman show, and it was at the palace. And I was so drunk for most of it that they actually had to ring me out when I left the stage door every day. And then I would drink whatever gin came out of my pores afterwards. Which reminds me that Elvis once performed at the palace, and I hung out with him afterwards. Now, he was in the middle of going to get his black belt in karate. And we went into his dressing room afterwards, and it was me and Chubby Checkers, and I'm pretty sure Danny Kay was there, and probably Danny Thomas, and my housekeeper named Danny. Anybody who's Danny Bonaducci, throw any Danny in there. So Elvis came out, and he wanted to show us a roundhouse kick, and he just he he kicked Chubby Checkers in the face, and I was like, this is gonna be a lot of blood to get out of sequence, you know, because I was sitting next to Chubby, and you know what? We shouldn't call him Chubby, not in this day and age, you know. Let's just say he's horizontally aware Checkers, and he shouldn't wear Checkers because that kind of print doesn't work well with his body type. You gotta bring in the waist. That's what I said to Bob Mackie. You gotta bring me in at the waist. Waste. If you're gonna wanna look at all of my good features, I really wanted to highlight my legs. You mind? And so he gave me a thong. But what I'm trying to say is that Elvis was a phenomenal karate player. Do they call them players? I don't know, but he got a black belt, which was so much better than brown. Because it goes with everything. What Aaron is springboarding off of <laughs> is a clip that I found on the internet superhighway of the Graham Norton show. And he was interviewing Liza. And Liza was talking about... Um, meeting Elvis for meeting the first Elvis time. And how he was in karate and how karate influenced his stage, um, his his stage moves. And um, I forgot who else she was on the couch with, but it really didn't matter. Everything went black. <clears throat> Right. In my mind, and, and a spotlight went on her as she delivered a monologue about Elvis doing karate moves in a dressing room. She was basically saying she was at she was in his dressing room. It was the biggest dressing room I've ever seen. I've never seen something never like seen. that. So I'm and sitting I lived there. on Park Ave South. <laughs> so I'm sitting there next to Alice Cooper. Oh, Alice. 
Alice Cooper. That was the other one that was in the room. It's like yes. I'm sitting there with Alice Cooper, Chubby Checkers. Now keep in mind his name is Chubby Checker, not Singular. Chubby Checkers. But she- Checkers is a restaurant. Checker is the man. Checkers is a game I play after I've been up on a bender and it's 4 a.m. and I'm like, oh, you stole my battleship. And then and like, I realize That's not I'm the on game. the ceiling in Mary Poppins. <laughs> so it's Alice Cooper, Chubby Checkers, and some porn star. I don't know who it was. And then some guy at the far end of the couch says, Was it Linda Lovelace? And she turns and she's like, It was! <laughs> It's oh most, my god, how did you like, know? It's like you were there. <laughs> were you there? So he comes in and he karate jumps, and then his manager leaps over him and does the same thing. I'm like, did you do the stuff in nine? <laughs> <laughs> I just want you to get the visual of Liza Chubby Checker, a porn star, and Elvis Alice, and his manager, and Alice, Alice Cooper. Cooper. So I'm sitting between Alice Cooper and Chubby Checker, and I'm like, oh, my God, you guys are like the photo negative of each other. It's really amazing. <laughs> it's kind of like the visual is like at the end of Beetlejuice, where Beetlejuice is on the sofa <laughs> yes. with the severed beauty queen. And, like, and the yeah, shrunken yeah, head yeah. guy. So you're like, what the fuck is that's, this? That's actually probably what inspired that scene in Beetlejuice. <laughs> they were like, for the waiting room, we should have Liza Minnelli, Chubby Checker, uh, Alice Cooper. Let's throw him in there. That's the shrunken Lovelace. head guy. Yeah, and all these people... Went to go see Elvis Presley that night. And they all were chunneled back to his dressing room together. All in once, they were like, oh, Elvis, um, I don't know. If you want to go to your dressing room, Liza Minnelli, Alice Cooper, Chubby Checker, and Linda Lovelace are there. And he's like, Linda Lovelace? He's like, who's there? And the only one he knew was Linda Lovelace. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, well, if she's here, then I'm going to put Are those out. my neighbors? He walked in in a kimono, and I was like, I don't know what's going on, but this is the most fabulous kabuki theater I have ever been in before. So to answer your question, dear listeners, I would like to do a 45-minute entirely improvised Liza Manelli show. It'll be me and you in a room, and you better drink heavily because I don't know what's going to fall out of my face. This will be you at the Fulton. So I'm in my dressing room in the Fulton, and it's very big. It's a so, huge, I mean, because they have a lot of room down there because they're Amish, and I think they erected it right before the show. And I was like, oh, my God, Abraham Lincoln, your facial hair looks so fantastic. I want to thank you for giving me a barn. Gary Busey, what are you doing here? Why are you poking me in the shoulder? Do you have any any corn chatter that doesn't smell like shit? I get this whole farm to table thing, but I think we're going a little too literal here. That cow still has the bell on it. Do you mind killing it before I eat it, for Christ's sake? This, these meatballs taste like shit. That is shit. We gave you the wrong thing. Oh, oh well, I'm halfway down. Th- then I'll okay. try the horse, please. Thank you. So, yes, um, the answer is yes. <laughs> what would you do if it was a 45-minute entirely improvised show of me just sitting there for 45 straight minutes and just talking like this? I do Would you that. pay to see it? I, I'm doing it right now. Exactly. You're doing it every weekend, so you're getting a free... I'm giving away the cow. I'm giving away the cow and not saving any milk because you know why? Dairy upsets my lower intestine. <laughs> Ring them bells! <laughs> Well, I think the only way to clear out my throat is with a, wait, can you give me like, give me a soft jazz like I'm doing, um, uh, what kind of jazz is that? I don't know. Give me a little jazz. Give me a tss, 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 t
Oh, yeah. I love a specialty cocktail, a specialty drink. Sometimes I like it in powder form. Shove it up my nose and I'll sing a little thing and then a scat, a scat, a I think you feel much better now at the end of this podcast. I feel purged, I feel clean, and the only way for me to undo the clean feeling is with a specialty cocktail. This week, because we're talking about money, I think the best way to celebrate this theme is with scotch. This is enjoyed on a regular basis in life by Dear Pod's malt master, James Jules Fez. Today's scotch is, ooh, are you ready? The Dalmore 15 year. Oh, I'm gonna put it in my mouth. I'm gonna swirl it around. I'm gonna taste it. I'm gonna tell it to go home and tell its mother it shouldn't be hanging out with me. That's what the scotch drinker told us to do. You gotta speak to your scotch. So today's tasting notes. You got some money in your pocket? Just closed on that big merger with that company who was going to send you to an early retirement? Just clocked in another 60 hour a week at work and need to sip on something that says you're worth it? will look no further than the highlands of Scotland and the creation of Aquavitae, also known as Water of Life, also known as Whiskey, but best referred to as Scotch. Single malt Scotch whiskey is made from a single distillery in Scotland from water and malted barley, which has been processed at that distillery into a mash, fermented at that distillery only by adding yeast, Distilled at an alcoholic strength by volume of no less than 94.8, 190 U.S. proof. That's Jesus. You're going to light our faces on fire. You better put a hot stone with that. Roll this one down my back and I'll drink it off a hooker's ass. Matured at a warehouse in Scotland in oak casks for at least three years, comprising of a minimum alcoholic strength by volume of 40%. That is 80 U.S. proof right there. Oh, we're doing some math. Today we're drinking Dalmore 15 year. Thank you, Richard Patterson. Forget about the peat. Forget about the band-aid taste. This dram of goodness is adored for its sherry monster, orange, bitter oak, and chocolate flavor notes. You want to brag to your friends that daddy's bringing home the bacon? You open a bottle of Scotland's finest at your next shindig and you pour a dram. Slanshimarth. Slangavar. Slap your mouth. Slap your mom. Slap your tits and then drink some of your drama off of it. Slam a mom. I want you to put it in your mouth. Slangavar. That's not Shalamar. That's Slancha. Slancha. Slangavar. 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 Evangelist. Susan Sarandon. Sally Struthers. Sally Fields. Suzanne Vega. <laughs> Suzanne Sugarbecker. Everybody, Suzanne Vega to your health right here. Slancha. Look at uh, this. Walk like an Egyptian. This is going to hurt. It's going to sting. Sting your mouth. Look at we're We're dealing with a, a snobby scotch drinker. My jewels is a, a tool when it comes to this shit. So you got to smell it first. Okay. Bring it up to your nose. Okay. Slancha. Slan- Ooh, it's, I, I smell the chocolate. I really do. I smell chocolate. Now you gotta swirl it around in in there, but you get your nose all the way in the dram. That's why the 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 glass is shaped like an anus. Get your nose in the anus of your dram. I'm there. Are you there? What do you smell? Lunch. 
<laughs> I smell my mother's love that I never received. In her butt? Yes. It's really burning my nose hairs off at this point. Can I drink it? I feel like I just drank it through my nose. I did. I feel high. Uh, this is the, these are the best poppers oxygen. ever. <laughs> Shove it in your mouth and bend over. All right. Mm. Oh! Now, let me tell you. Uh, there it is. There it is. It got the chill. I got the chill afterwards. I try to drink scotch, and every time I take a sip, I wait for the chill to run down my spine. It happens every time. But this is smooth. I enjoy this. I taste the chocolate, and I taste the orange, and I taste the anus. You? I just taste the anus. <laughs> this is an anus-forward scotch. Uh, it's a very anus-forward. Yeah, this is... I like a pert anus. That's great. Uh, That's really great. You're going to swirl it around in your mouth, and then you're going to talk about its anal centricities. Do you understand all the caverns of your hot stone massage? This is like a nice, unbleached, unkept anus. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah. it's earthy. Yeah, earthy. no one's trimming, no one's waxing, no one's sugaring. No, there's a cigar scent quality to it. There's dirt. There's a dirt hole. It's a brown star. This is from the brown star vineyard. The brown star state. Brown star distillery. Yeah. This is, yes, there's parking in the rear. Yeah. Ready? I'm going to sip this out. I'm going to look you right in the eyes. Okay. I'm crowning and a little bit of turd (laughs) is coming out. Never now say crowning. <laughs> Wait, okay. I'm looking at you. I'm hey, crowning. Me, tell me what I'm crowning. Oh, you're, yeah. Do you like an egg sandwich? Because that's what I had. Ah! And we went over to this spectacular, I mean, I've never seen a space like that. His suite, it was just incredible. Incredible. And um, we're kind of sitting there. I'm next to Alice Cooper. Wow. We're sitting there and what a random, oh, no. random oh, group of people. It was Chubby Checkers. <laughs> Alice Cooper. Um, some porn star. I, I can't remember some which porn one. Star. Some really, you know, right at the moment. A good one. Oh, it was Linda well, Lovelace, was it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. That's it. You were there, weren't you? And he she's, she's told me the story. <laughs> Was there a deadpan British comedian as well? <laughs> oh, yeah. But we're all just kind of sitting there, and he's disappeared, so we're kind of trying to chat. And suddenly, the door flies open, and I hear, hi <laughs> And he's in the room in full, you know, dress. Ninja. Hi-ya. Hi-ya. And then it was like the Peter Sellers movie where the guy comes out of the closet to fight him, you know. They, yeah. And he suddenly, some guy, I guess his teacher, you heard, and he came from over here. <laughs> and all of us are going, gee, that's great. great. <laughs> wow. You do this every night? You know, what do you say? It was just, I couldn't believe it. I love your life. 